0: Radio. Pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. And the Inked Marketing Solutions crowdfunded comic for this year episode. will it belongs to Heel Turn on kickstarter now as we speak so if you're a fan of pro wrestling if you're a fan of dexter remember dexter remember how great that was we don't talk about that last episode but besides all that you remember how great dexter was just this this lovable killer this murderer well what happens when that lovable murderer is uh well, dropping knees from the top rope uh right beforehand you know that's that's uh, it's, uh, it seems like an amazing story, people. So if you're a fan of professional wrestling and you're a fan of uh well just psychopathic killers, then this is the book for you. He'll turn. There's still time now. There's still few a few days to go. So let's make this book happen, people. Um, head on over to, inked forward slash. Heel turn. That's inked.pub forward slash heel turn. It's gonna take you right to the Kickstarter page and you just hit the little back this button and pick your prize because uh, they, they they got some I got some offerings there for you. I'll have you see that for yourself though. So once again the book is Heel Turn Proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. hello again and welcome back to the cheers to comics podcast i am your host brian wayne and this is episode three hundred and thirty three Oh, man. Um, that's like half evil. <laughs> if you're a Rylan Grant fan, you get it. Um, so, yeah, the 333rd episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a creator corner, and the creator that I chose to corner on this yeah episode is none other than Ryan Curtis. Ryan Curtis, more so a name uh, you may know if you're a, a film buff. You know, you head on over to IDB, and that man's work is extensive. And there's no way that we could have got to all of it. You know, and like I said, as a comic book podcast, I like to stay. Uh, within the realm of comics for the most part, but just to list off some of the amazing things this guy's done. Like, he's, um, he's the, the visual effects supervisor. He's a visual effects guy. Um, and he, he's a big visual effects guy. Uh, Superman and Lois. You know, it's just like the biggest name in, uh, or the biggest show in all of, uh, TV right now. Um, I mean, so many, so many. You know, I'm just gonna stop at one, cause we're gonna list a bunch in the, uh, in the podcast. But just, you know, buzzwords, am I right? So, uh, yeah, please, please enjoy this this very fine conversation I have with uh, Ryan Curtis as we talk about his Kickstarter, which is, uh, as I record this podcast, if you're listening to in this as a new release, um, has curr- has 10 days to go. It is fully funded, but you're going to want to get on it, people. It's called The Slums of Empire City, and uh, I, I, I get into my... <laughs> the, uh, the the joy that I felt with the uh, the the review copy that I got into this uh, I got before this into uh, the interview, but um, I'm saying beforehand, you know, if you want to just take my word for it, pause this real quick, go back this book, and then go listen to why you back this book because it's it really it's gonna be a lot of f- fun. There's the F word for you. So without further ado, I bring to you uh a man that i have much faith in in the uh the the comic book business ryan curtis all right ryan how are you man
1: good brian how are you
0: Uh, i'm i'm doing great Uh, i'm i'm doing very well it's the middle of the day it's uh 600 degrees but i still managed to have a smile on my face because i'm talking to a a comic book creator and no matter the circumstances no matter the mood coming into the microphone it always just it brightens my day so i appreciate your time sir
1: oh thank you so much for having me i'm excited to to talk to you and talk about our project
0: yeah man you've uh you, you've got something really exciting happening here i was sent the first three issues of slums of empire city but um being somebody that yeah you know, I'd hate to spoil something. Uh, I I stuck to the first issue um, before we chatted, uh, but believe me, I, I got it right here in front of me. I'm, there's gonna be more reading once this conversation ends, but God forbid I spoil something for somebody because of my <laughs> privileges. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, right off the bat, I gotta say I'm, I'm mighty impressed, but before we get into the slums of Empire City, I want the people to know a little bit about what your background is. Um, it may not be extensive in the world of comics, But man, your IMDb profile is uh, impressive. Um, Oh, thank you. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah.
0: You're you're a video or a visual effects editor and supervisor more than anything. It seems. I I mean, that that that's your profession. is that something that, I mean, at what point does comics come into your life? I mean, what, what was your first love, film or uh, or, or?
1: Yeah, comics? film, well, te- technically television, I think was my television, first love okay. because I always, I always love watching TV more than the movies for some reason. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, you know, like everyone, the Indiana Jones and Star Wars and all the Jurassic Park, right. all the, the, the stuff like that. But I always love TV and I live in Vancouver, Canada and we shoot a ton of television here, um, more so than feature films. Uh So, when I decided I wanted to get into the film industry, uh, I originally thought I wanted to be an editor because I I started messing around just doing stuff like this, podcasts and, you know, uh, really horrible, you know, vlogs back in the day. And we're talking like early, early YouTube, like when you could only upload 10 minutes at a time. And it was, uh, it was fun learning how to do video editing, you know, using uh, Sony Vegas or, you know, whatever the tools were in the day. And I was like, damn, I would love this. And I was bored of my current position uh, working in IT. And I thought, how can I get into the business? And uh, I started looking for editing jobs and not knowing anyone in the business or how to do anything. um, Eventually found a, a, a gig as a visual effects editor. And I said, well, it's an editor close enough, right? So uh, I started that job and it turned out really cool. So a visual effects editor takes all these uh, visual effects shots and cuts them into a show and makes sure that they're the right length and they have the right content and they look good and, and that sort of thing. And, um, by sitting in that seat and having, you know, everyone around you talking about this little thing that's happening on the screen or this little, uh, you know, technique that somebody used, you really start learning, 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 learning. And before long, I was, uh, uh, you know showing interest I, I invited to go on to set and uh, to see how that was done and then once I got there, it was game over it was like oh this is this is what I want to do this is what I am made for uh rarely in life do you do you do something that you're like bam this is it i've done, I've figured it out so that was pretty cool that,
0: that, that's awesome too I like how that the you know um the editing can translate to comics as well because essentially I mean kind of as an editor you're picking out the the important panels I guess just yeah. They're, they're moving panels in a way so i mean Absolutely, it's uh, yeah uh, i don't know I, I i didn't really think about it in that, that sense until you, you bring this up so it, it, it's cool how all these different um, uh, careers and uh, forms of media can somehow Find their way all through the, the the comic book funnel and relate in some way or and, or or I'm going to go ahead and play devil's advocate here. Comics relates to everything else uh, every I mean it's just, it's just, I, I don't know I, Life I'm, is uh, comics? <laughs> yeah. everything is comics, it's just in a different yeah. way um yeah, I love it I love it. so when did comic books become an interest for you because obviously you have to have some sort of interest to want to make a comic, I would imagine, so I mean were yeah, you, well, you, were you an early reader or
1: no, I, I in fact okay. I, I know so little about comics, it's embarrassing. It makes me not want to do podcasts about comics because <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say I don't know a lot about them. But I you know, I started reading, you know, I did read them as a kid here and there, just some superhero stuff, but I, I just it didn't grab me the way that TV did, right? Television was was my medium. And I never really got that storytelling aspect out of comics. And I think it's just because I would pick them up randomly here and there and read them. And you're sort of jumping into the middle when you do that, especially with these long serials where you know there's like you know, 52 bucks in a series or whatever it is and you're jumping out on 17 um it didn't grab me as much as tv did so i always you know i always had an appreciation for them and you know obviously being a geek you sort of grow up in that culture and you sort of understand uh, the zeitgeist of what people are talking about when they Mm -hmm. talk about comics but it it didn't really really grab me until much later in life when I started working with people who were comic book creators you know a lot of people that work in tv are also comic book artists or authors rather Um, Mm -hmm. and some are artists and just talking to them about that and seeing seeing what their worlds are like in regards to comics I'm like huh you know what that's kind of a cool medium to tell a story and i bet you all these stories that i have floating around in my head that you know one day will be a tv series which is you know highly doubtful um maybe i can take those cool stories that have just been eating away at me and put them on the page and when the pandemic came up you know i wasn't working i said i got some time i got a bit of cash in the bank let's see what we can do so uh so i started looking for comic book artists and i found uh Kai Rob, who's uh, a Brazilian, a young Brazilian artist, who's, you know, not super established. He's just sort of starting out and and I I looked at his work and I'm like, this is what I want because coming from film and TV, uh, it's always about the characters for me. It's about the emotion, the characters um, and what their journey is. I suppose that's every story, but uh, I wanted an artist who could really capture the emotion and attitude in characters' faces. That right. was above all the most important. So when I saw his work and some of his detailed um, uh, faces that he's done, they just jumped out at me. I'm like, this is the kid that I want. And I reached out to him uh, saying, hey, want to make a comic? I don't know you. You don't know me, but uh, I really like your work. And and I never heard back from him. And it was like <laughs> three weeks went by. And I'm like, ah, shit. So I started going through and trying to find another guy. And nobody I, I found that I liked as much as his work. And then all of the blue heat thank goodness responded and the rest is history and that was over a year ago that we've been working together
0: that's awesome man i will say that he does nail it with the 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 expression and emotion as well i mean i i uh, anything that sadie is doing in this like you, you there's there's no debating on how she feels you know yes, it's, it's exactly. <laughs> it, 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 she she wears it all on her uh, all, all on her sleeve and uh Troy does a great job of that that that's definitely one of the 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 first things I noticed, you know, even before I was given the, um, the actual PDF to open up, I looked at the, uh, the, the Kickstarter and I was looking at just the, the, a few of the teaser panels and even the, uh, <laughs> the, the concept art of Sadie, just seeing those black and white um, right. headshots. It was, it's, that was, y- you know, that this character is going to make you feel all types of ways, you know, she's going to make you laugh. And uh, yeah, she, <laughs> she plays angry well, and there's just something about a fiery redhead that, always yeah and when, when if you're gonna play a fiery redhead there, you got to do angry right you know and it's not just one level of you know furrowed brow it's there, there's so much to it and he, it's a
1: rainbow of anger
0: oh 100 yes yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a whole meter for sure <laughs> I, uh, and nails it nails it for sure so um uh, you know what's the uh well when you finally get the okay i want to do this what what's that first initial feeling like i mean is, is that the point where it becomes a reality like okay i've i've made it real i've told somebody i'm doing this they agreed to do this they, they've dedicated their time um i mean it, what 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 what's what are the emotions at this point as a, as a new comic book artist
1: it's it's scary obviously you know um you know, when I talked with, with Kyle and I'm like, hey man, like, here's what we do. He's like, okay, great, send me the script. I'm like, okay, great, great. I don't know what a comic book script looks like. <laughs> Quickly Google, what does a comic book script look like? Um, it, which is is very similar to a, a film script. It's, it's uh, you know, um, it's pretty much, uh, I wouldn't say the exact same thing, but pretty darn close. Yeah. Um, and, and just breaking it down to the panels and like, how much detail do I give and how, Uh, how close to what's on the page should I expect him to stay? And Mm -hmm. my, what I didn't want to do is trip over my own feet, not being super well-versed in comic art is I don't want to set limits on him based on what I think it should be. I want to make sure that I'm letting the artist do the art and -hmm. come up with cool and interesting stuff. But I want to make sure that we're hitting beats in every panel. So, you know, whether it's just a close up look on someone in this panel where you know, they get an idea or they get a, you know, a, a devilish look in their eye. That's an important beat. And then, you know, it doesn't, maybe it's not a two shot in the next panel, like I said, but he decides to do something totally different. And as long as we're hitting those emotional beats, it, it really worked. And he brought so much more than I, I could have uh, thought to it. You know, a lot of the times he's like, Oh really? Do we need another seven panels on this page? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> give me a little bit of breathing room here, but, uh, you know, trying not to stuff too much story into, uh, into each page was, was important too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, but it, no, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. Well, I just want to say, but I wanted to make sure that it still moved along and, and it's still, we, we, we went places because, uh, well, we haven't even really said what the damn comic book is about. It follows three, um, uh, street criminals in the streets of New York in the 1860s and, I really wanted it to feel like that's what they do all day. It's just kick around the streets, um, get into trouble, look for ways to make money so that they can buy drink. And that's, uh, you know, part of the tagline is it's uh, the movie Kids set in Gangs of New York. Do you know that movie, Kids? Are you kidding
0: me? Right. That's the same one we're exactly. talking about? Oh,
1: yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's disturbing, but it's just kids kicking around, bullshitting, right? And yeah, wow, well, and doing and doing other really unmeasurable things. That uh, is not for every audience, but that that's what I wanted to capture. It's just people living their daily lives in the street.
0: Yeah, and I mean that's that's definitely the, the 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 feeling that you're getting immediately, and you know just through reading the first issue without spoiling anything, you know, or I I get the feeling that the this this is only just going to grow as far as the cast goes, the way it's setting things up, and with that, you know, with the bigger cast comes, uh, I mean, a whole a whole new range of emotions to play with. Well, and when you all in the setting. And w- w- with these ingredients, I don't know. I just, it, it feels like, uh, I don't know. I, 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 it's exciting is what it is. Um, that, that's, that's after the first issue, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm in for it on these, these next two, at least. It, so do you have this planned out for three or do you just have the three issues done for now and seeing where it goes?
1: Yeah, we have three issues done for now, ready okay. to go to print. Um, and then I have the other next three written. So, what we're right. doing is, uh, you haven't got out there yet, but there's another character that we introduce in the next book called Dutch Herman. Okay. And Dutch is based on a real person who's from the, the actual rogues gallery from the, the New York Police Department. And he was a safe cracker and a burglar. And so we sort of branch off from Sadie and her boys a little bit. I don't want to spoil why. And we start following Dutch and Dutch starts getting involved with this um, child's disappearance thing and finds himself smack dab in the middle of it and decides because he's a safe cracker with a heart of gold that he needs to do something to, to stop it. So we sort of follow, uh, we don't sort of, we follow Dutch for three books. And then three books after that, we actually follow Walt Whitman, the American poet, who comes to the city doing his own missing child investigation. And somehow all of these stories interconnect with each other. And so we keep checking back with different characters uh, in in each of the books, uh, depending on who we're following.
0: I I dig it. I see. Uh, that's that's really intricate style writing for you know. I mean, uh, someone just taking on writing for the first time. I I, I mean, I, I would imagine that you have to have done. I mean, not, not even necessarily comic book reading, but there were, were there any writers at uh, at all that kind of that you drew inspiration from as far as a writing style, or is this just something that, I mean, y- you had something in you the whole time, and it's just <laughs> it didn't take a whole lot of honing. I mean, what's. Yeah, uh,
1: it, I mean, this story is, has been festering for years for me because um, many years ago, my friend Jules and I, uh, Jules runs the Super Wiki, which is the supernatural Wikipedia site. And so mm-hmm. she's very well known in the television series Supernatural, as uh, I'm sure you're aware of it. I worked there for. Four years, I think, four seasons, I worked on Supernatural. And so yeah. I got to know Jules uh, Wilkinson through there, and we became fast friends. And she, like me, has a penchant for redhead girls with attitude. So <laughs> we were making jokes about how we wanted to, between the two of us, write a, a TV series about some feisty redhead. And, uh, you know, it would be on Stars one day or something like that. And then I came across a story on Reddit about Sadie the Goat. And... And I love the time period. I love gangs in New York. I've, I've probably seen it thirty times. I love that time period. The butcher so is my
0: favorite villain in all of anything oh, ever yeah, made so ever. Good. It's, so it's good. the absolute. He's the best. It's the best.
1: So it's scary. So oh. scary. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Amsterdam. No, I'm New aggressive. York.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <That's> a, mm. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh, like, can you juice dry up your mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh I we say quote this dude all day he's the greatest yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my so, god. so and, and so that that whole era really fascinated me and i read about sadie the goat who took place in that area era in the 1860s well it's her tale is sort of told all over the place but mm. she is actually featured is the only feature ever mentioned of her in the book gangs of new york and so uh, I read her story and her story is essentially in the first two books uh, that we have here or, or some of her story is in the first two books uh, that we have here um, that I, that uh, we got from gangs of New York and apparently from Herbert Asper's novel that he published in uh, in 1920 I think it was uh, these were real people that were in the streets of New York and these were real events that happened well, yeah, maybe <laughs> his uh his knowledge wasn't maybe as accurate as it could have been so we don't know that Sadie was actually a real person or not Understood. um Asper said she was but historians uh, differ so when when I read that story uh, I, I'm like this is the redhead that we've been talking about this you know feisty young girl um and I, I I pitched it to Jules and I'm like what do you think of this story she's like yeah I love that let's let's write something and so we sort of put our heads together and um based on the story that was told in uh, Gangs in New York, came up with a a story in a setting. And I wanted to know if she was a real person. So I tried to do my research. I mean, I'm not a historian, but I went through, um, you know, the, uh, what is it called? The Library of Congress. They have Uh all the newspapers from back in the day. Did huge searches on anything relating to her. I couldn't find any sort of evidence whatsoever, but I kept coming across these stories that were hilarious and and, uh One of them was about these two guys, uh, Harmon and Haley, who were caught robbing sugar off a quarantine vessel in the harbor. so they you know rowed out to this vessel, jumped on this boat, stole some sugar in baskets, and then were caught by the police on their way back. I'm like, oh my God, these guys sound hilarious. I can't, like, you can't imagine doing that now, putting your life at risk to steal some sugar. But back yeah, in the day, right. that was how they were making making a, a buck, right? Yeah. So I'm like, this is great. And uh, Sadie needed some friends. Um, she got her moniker because um, her, uh, her modus operandi was she would headbutt men in the stomachs on the street aka the goat style mm-hmm. and when they were winded her male accomplices would relieve them of their wallets so she needed some male accomplices and i thought these two bumbling dolts would uh, would be the perfect foil for sadie it, it uh, works and so, so i put well, them together man. it totally does yeah really really i love them i love them all and
0: then then you got a whole story from that like okay well we we now we now we need more now let's start yeah. a gang and yeah. uh oh man i i i, I love <laughs> The, the the whole process of starting all of this, and you know, like you said, these 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 idiots that are with her. I mean, they they're with her all the way, but they, they still yeah. seem to like question every move she makes. And yeah, uh, yeah. They, so much about you've, them. You probably as well. had
1: friends like that that you just hang out with, and you're like, oh, why do I hang out with this person? They just yeah. drive me crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so that's you know that's that's their life, right? And you know, these two guys could probably be in other gangs. In fact, they were in other gangs um but they decide to hang out with her for some reason um uh, there is a reason but we don't really touch on it in here but you know they follow Sadie and she is smart that's the thing about her she is smart but oh, she's yeah. not as smart as she thinks she is
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't doubt her abilities but she's also you know an idiot in a lot of ways too so
1: i mean that's uh, when those when those yeah she's cross. she's so flawed you could you could drive a truck through those flaws yeah. and that's that's been you know always been a a pain watching film or, or comics or or anything is women are never played as flawed characters uh very often right they you know they may not win they may not be the heroes but they're never played as you know fuck-ups uh right. if, you, if you think back to it and and they they never sort of get over their um hurdles uh, on their, their you know beat their flaws or that sort of thing um, so the only the only real woman I can compare her to in film is Calamity Jane from Deadwood okay all
0: right I, have you seen Deadwood I, uh, um, sorry I, I really I, don't, I, I haven't oddly enough I know I, I hear yeah. I've heard amazing you, things
1: if, yeah just google calamity Jana Deadwood and you'll see she's just loud obnoxious rude never stops swearing mean mm. she's essentially very close to sadie's character understood
0: okay yeah. i got I, I, all right no it's, it's it's something that's been on my list for a while i i'm, I'm ashamed to say i haven't seen it to be honest but uh oh, it's yeah
1: great it is it is really good i, I love it man
0: I love it uh there's this this series here there's so many i mean it's it's so much more than just this fiery redhead wants an easier life and a a shitty time and you know you're gonna try to start a gang and make life easy there's there's other things going on here too i mean the 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 kidnapping of the little blonde boy that's uh Mm -hmm. i mean the way it just kind of cliffhangs at the end there that 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 reminder of oh yeah and this is creepy and disturbing and i don't like where this is going you know it's 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 that in itself is setting up a whole nother layer to all this and ah man I, it's a very strong first issue for sure ryan it's 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 one i don't know it's hard to believe that this is your uh your first attempt at a comic here
1: uh <laughs> well thank you so much for saying that uh, I, I i that means the world to hear because uh Going into these things, you're never quite sure, you know. And even even now, you know, a week into our Kickstarter, I'm looking at her her Kickstarter, thinking I'm just not sure. <laughs> so thank oh. you for saying that. That's that's a huge relief to hear that. No, no, this is
0: good. I mean, it's uh, the, the the dialogue is, is it's 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 snappy, and but it's not it's not too much either. You know, a lot of times once you you once you find snappy dialogue, you just it's just a whole bunch of talk balloons because the writer's just flexing. Um, this mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's anything unnecessarily said, um, and that that that's appreciated as a reader for sure. I, I I love a good dialogue exchange. Don't get me wrong, but as somebody that reads twenty five books a week, sometimes I need to take it fucking easy. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is exactly. It's it, it, it's not overdone in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it's it really is impressive. Um, I <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through this as as we're talking. I'm looking at all these different faces that you see Sadie mm-hmm. making, just in the matter mm-hmm. of a, a pages time. And mm-hmm. oh man, she's, <laughs> this is a great character. Um, so on Kickstarter, uh, what, what made you decide to, to go with uh, Kickstarter on this? I mean, is it something that you shopped around at first or was this the
1: original idea? Yeah, we, we did shop it around at first. I, I had originally had it named as a Gangs of New York comic. Um, okay. which was the title. We got some feedback from some publishers saying, nah, eh, you should call it something else. Even though that name is, you know, you're legally allowed to call it that, it's in the public domain, all these other things, um, they felt like it just, it just had a little bit too much on it that it might drive people away. Okay. So we actually did a rename quite recently back to the, or over to the slums of the Empire City, uh, which I like because now it's its own fresh IP and it's not really associated with something else. Um mm. We, we did shop it around to, you know, what is it, the 15 or 20 or 25, whatever it is. Um, publishers didn't hear back from hardly any of them. And we sent the first eight pages uh, of the comic, which I think are pretty strong. I think it sort of cements our character. Sure, maybe using the C word on the first page is not in everyone's <laughs> <laughs> uh, best interest. But you got to admit, it, it certainly defines the character. Yeah, <laughs> it, it certainly defines that character immediately. Um, oh, man. Uh, but yeah, then when it, you know i started to look and to me a uh, kickstarter i didn't even think about uh, i would have expected it to be more like um you know like a patreon kind of thing where people are really into a book and they follow it um but everyone i talked to said no go through kickstarter go through kickstarter that's where comic book readers are going to find new books
0: mm-hmm. and that's that's the truth too it, it really is it's uh it's it's taking over hey, um, I, the, the, a lot of independent publishers now, even there, you know, they're, they're, they're shopping their books through just Kickstarter success. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, it, even it's, yeah, I noticed I it's, think so. Yeah, uh, um, because I mean, it's 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 there is a no lose situation for them. It's they're not taking any chance. They could gauge like, look, this this guy blew through all of his goals and has uh, all a thousand backers. And yeah, OK, we can market this um i you know it's i don't know it's it, it's presenting the numbers
1: before <laughs> i don't know it's, it makes it easy for them for sure that's
0: for it makes them it sure. easy
1: for them but it also makes it easy for the independent artist who's yes. like you know what maybe i don't need to go to a publisher you know if i can control my own ip i can control my story and my characters and where they're going and i might not make a ton of money you know after everything's done um but it's mine and unfortunately the the starving artist is starving for a reason it's because we do things for the sake of doing it because we want to get it out in the world and not necessarily because we want to make a ton of money
0: um, right yeah i mean there's there's no money in comics no, <laughs> not not not, no. not not for a long time uh in, in one's career for the most part i mean there's a, a an exception or two sure but you get into comics because you love storytelling you know you you, right. you have you have something to say and uh, I'm I'm finding more and more a lot you know the reason why this 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 medium is expanding is because uh, um, I, I have a a, a a friend of the show Ryland Grant he's he's somebody that's he's in TV but he's mm-hmm. comics um, mm-hmm. uh, very successful in TV doesn't need to make comics at all mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's things that he wants to see made that aren't within the realms of Hollywood or mm-hmm. mainstream TV or even Netflix for that matter. So y- 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 you have to, I don't know, it's, it's not fair for creators to, you know, say, well, I, okay, this, this story, uh, it's, it's only going to be seen if it's on a screen. That's not the case anymore. So more and more people are deciding, you know, I'm going to try this in a comic book. And next thing you know, I got another comic book coming out because it was fun. Um, but they're still making money doing their TV gigs and, and anything else they do. EMTs, uh, well, I mean, I've talked to all types of people that make comics that do um way more (laughs) uh, important things than you know yeah uh but uh yeah it's 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 fun to watch it's fun to see all these 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 fresh faces come into this industry because it brings a new light on it as as well you know uh, people that only know comics going into comics they're going to make a comic-y comic but when you come from outside the box that's where the world expands and gets fun and you know it, it freshens it up and I don't know, anybody yeah, and you can do something totally new, line. right?
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I love that. You know, and uh, you know, film is is sort of the same way. There's a lot more people coming into film now, especially you know with with you know uh, promoting people of color and um, mm-hmm. indigenous people and um, and women in film, and you know, really making a concerted effort to broaden the aspects of storytelling is just growing the industry and it's showing us that there's a heck of a lot more stories out there than we were ever telling before. And I think that's, that's awesome. I think it's powerful.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Um, really, what we need now is we need uh, the, the the mainstream and Hollywood and all that to just kind of broaden their horizon a little bit. Like let let let, let them be closed minded for a little bit more. Let's get some more new, fresh comics made, and then you know get some people to open their eyes, look at all these fresh comics, and say, "Son of a bitch, that needs to be a movie." And then make these people' dreams, like yourself, actually come true. And I mean, I have no problem with. Um, comics being made into movies or movies being adapted into comics at all like that's mm-hmm. that's not what <laughs> I, I love it I, I love watching this industry uh, watching each industry thrive off of each other and I, I don't know I think it's a I think, uh, it, it,
1: it's cool I'm, I'm working for a company right now, a, a comic book publisher who's turning into film now, so they're making their first feature length film. I probably can't say too much about it, but uh, it was a comic book series and now they are taking their own IP and making it into a feature, which is really cool. So it's, again, it's controlling that intellectual property and it's using it um, itself and, and and to bolster itself. And, you know, now here I am, a filmmaker who's gone to comics and their comic maker has gone to film and now we're working together and it becomes a cyclical, um, uh, really cool energy about, hey, let's create and put it out and create and put it out um so i think we're going to see a lot more of that and i i'm excited for it
0: yeah i think we're really just getting started um i, I mean it's it, it's 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 so exciting to see all of this happen right now um I, mm-hmm. I uh it's i welcome it that's for damn sure um you've you've worked on um i mean some some major comic-y, uh series though like i don't know the walking dead i think a couple of people have watched that um, uh, I mean, Lucifer, you did a, a, a Nightwing short. I mean, you, so you've actually, I mean, you've, you've worked in comic TV before. Um, so you just you're, finished you're,
1: doing a, a stint on Superman and Lois.
0: Yeah, which is like the, I, th- I think people are raving it as the best thing on TV right now. Yeah, um, anybody yeah. I know that's seen it uh, can't shut up about it. So congratulations. It's well. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. done
1: well. Yeah, I did a few episodes with them. I was filling in for someone. I'm like, yeah, you know what? They're doing They're doing a good job. I, I, I haven't done a lot of the CW action stuff, but I know people who have. And, uh, yeah, they're pulling all the stops for Superman and Lois. So uh, it's it's worth a watch. Uh, it's well written, you know, really well by comic book fans. That's the other yeah. thing. Um, you know, they're all from the, yeah, you know, they love Superman. They love comics. They love that form of storytelling. So uh, it's very it's very cool to see. But, yeah, tons of stuff. I, I think Supernatural is probably one of the, um, the biggest as far as uh fan uh, fandom goes um mm-hmm. you know when i worked on that it it really brought me a lot of um fans following my my own personal accounts uh, on social medias and uh and that was uh, very cool but um uh but it's fun it's fun to to do that stuff and and to work with those kind of people that you get to come up with weird bizarre wacky stuff and put it on tv the amount of conversations we've had well no actually technically when you cut the head off it would you know fly this way and bounce (laughs) on you know the weird conversations that you get into when you work in this business i
0: i I couldn't imagine man i I really i i I, I couldn't fathom having the mind of a writer It—it just it blows me away anytime i even think about oh I i got this idea for something now no, that, that's it, it. Takes a very special mind to 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 create that way. And so when uh, having a bunch of like-minded people and these types of situations all in in a room, loving about the things that they love, uh, I couldn't imagine those conversations and how amazingly <laughs> fun those uh, uh those scenarios could. Uh, man, I don't know. I, I I envy the mind of a writer. That's for damn sure. Um, so uh, wh- when you're when you are writing these um, and having a visual effects background and you're sitting there and you're writing out the script, um, uh, are, are you seeing both sides of this uh, as you're creating it or are you n- narrowly focused on just the actual comic script itself? Like, are 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 you, do you get some beats done and then go, okay, yeah, no. Now when we get to this scene, when the day comes, when we're shooting this, I'm going to have, like you said, the head go flying this way or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> the, the,
1: I try yeah. not to. Yeah. To be honest, I try not to, because okay. the amount of stuff that would change between now and then is, is infinitely like, mm-hmm. I, what I would love to know a scientific study on how many decisions are made when making a film. It, it's gotta be in that like literally hundreds of thousands or millions of decisions that need to be made for absolutely everything. So I try not to, I try to focus really on the page on what I want the reader to be feeling, where I want to think the reader is going versus where I'm actually taking them. Mm -hmm. And, um, and just what's coming next. And how could I tell, um, how could I tell a complete story on this page and have my cliffhanger at the end of the page. So it forces a page flip, to see, you know, whatever has resolved that problem, uh, or that situation, or whatever it might be, and just trying to pace it out that way, and making sure I'm hitting any beats that are fulfilled in other books. See, this is the other thing: there's all these loopbacks. So, even in this first issue, when, for instance, Sadie walks into the bar when they go to the Dove, in the background you'll see some people. Well, those people play in a later issue. Mm-hmm. So you'll actually be on the flip side of that, that room listening to their conversation as you see Sadie walk in the background.
0: Um, nice, so
1: it's, yeah, sort of set, set up and payoffs uh, as much as we can. And then how can I tell it in the least amount of panels possible mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for the, the artist. Mm-hmm. Well, like I
0: said, I I don't find anything lacking or overdone at all. I, I it's it's so well balanced. Um, and oh, l- looking at the, uh, the the page count here, sorry, the twenty eight pages on the, that that's that's a beautiful first issue, man.
1: Yeah, um, twenty two pages of art. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. No, that, that's yeah. that's that's perfect. That's that's the yeah. page count you want to hit. I mean, it's not. Yeah. Uh, i I dig it. <laughs> Um, how long is this? Uh, well, let's see. As we speak, we have 20 days to go. So this ends on the 28th. Yes. Yeah. 28th of July. Right on. Right on. Yeah. So there's still time. Um, I'm going to get this up with. Uh, yeah. As, as quickly as I can here, just to make sure, because this is uh, this this needs to be seen um i i i it, this is this is a lot of fun as somebody that's got to read the first issue, I can honestly say that I'm legitimately excited for the second issue and uh yeah um i, I one thing I want to point out to on the Kickstarter here these numbers are in Canadian monies, so mm-hmm. for the american backers um it's it's less than the number
1: you see there you know if it's oh do they not translate it into the u s d n- no. no
0: no no, that's annoying i don't
1: know why they do this on Kickstarter. it's so annoying
0: yeah yeah at least i I mean i've i don't know let me see is there a way to yeah no it just says yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, no it's 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 not translated here so i mean a a dollar pledge is like a what like a 72 cent american pledge or something like that so yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah um I, the, the the price points are here the price points are here it's not expensive at all um I, hopefully it's
1: it's not I, I i was really worried you know especially printing like you know what it's like with printing right it's so mm-hmm. expensive time consuming and then shipping i mean those are all like crazy crazy amounts so i i was really worried that we'd priced ourselves out of the print versions. Um, and maybe we have. Maybe maybe your your listeners will let me know and tell me I'm out of my mind, and we can figure something out. But uh, it, it's it's tough. It's tough to uh, to balance all of those prices out, and when you have a, a small order, especially like uh, like we will have.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I couldn't imagine trying to figure those numbers out. Um, it, like starting a Kickstarter. I mean, I don't mean to intimidate you or anything like that, but starting a Kickstarter <laughs> is so much more than plug and play. I mean, yeah. there's there's so much research that needs to go into. Hmm.
1: Yeah, yes. man, that's,
0: that's a talent in <laughs> itself, just running a Kickstarter. So I'm, um, I, um, I, 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 it's not the easy way to get published. Is I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's not the easy way. Oh, Dark Horse didn't want it. Oh, I'll just go to Kickstarter and make it easy. There's nothing easy about this. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, it's yeah, easy it's, to put it
1: on there. It's it's difficult to be successful, I guess, right?
0: The, the, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, any anybody could just. I mean, it's like the same thing as putting out a YouTube video. Sure, you could put up a YouTube video, but sometimes it just sits there. You know, yeah. I mean, it has to be good. And this, this yeah. is good. This is great content. That I'm telling you, it's, I can't, I, I really look forward to having the physical copy in my hands. This is, uh, this really is Sadie the Goat, man. Sadie the Goat. You will be remembered. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, even if she, she wasn't a real person, I, I, I'm, she, her legacy lives on. Because this okay. is, uh, I think she'd be proud. Um, <laughs> I dig the hell out of this, Ryan. Um, oh, and you. you said you have uh, you have other stories, I would imagine, down the,
1: uh, you know, I mean, tucked away. Yeah, as a sucker for punishment, I mean, we have other stories on this. And then I'm actually just got in touch with a, another artist, a different artist entirely to do just a, um, you know, one shot of a story called, I'll tell you the title. Here you go. It's an exclusive Uh, Cowboys versus Frankenstein
0: Oh come on
1: Yeah so I I found this really cool um, Argentinian artist Who has this really dark gothic um, Look To his art which I really liked And so we sort of Are are pitching this Dark gothic steampunk noir Western um, With like gaucho Cowboys versus um, A Frankenstein monster And Dr. Frankenstein which awesome. i saw the first test page for yesterday and i'm like mm, this looks pretty cool it's pretty original so uh oh. you might see that coming down the pike here shortly too
0: that, that's awesome man oh that's so exciting that's that's right up my alley and uh yeah. kickstarter is the the goal on this you gonna i think fund so it? yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. think
1: so and you know as a one shot um you know we can we can definitely do something a little different with you know, variant covers or hardcover. Um, I don't know how many pages it's going to be yet. It might be thirty to fifty pages. So, uh, yeah, maybe a hardcover, something like that, something a little different. But uh, we'll see how this one goes. It has to be successful here for us to do that. I think.
0: Nice. I'd and do, then I'd, I'd like to do the amazing. next
1: season of uh, Slums as well with uh, with uh, um, the same artists, um, Ko and and uh Kror uh, Roca, who did the color so
0: uh if i can get both those guys back i'll be laughing oh well, yes man um i i have a lot of faith and the uh, cowboys versus frankenstein that title is gonna sell itself <laughs> i mean yeah, that's,
1: exactly
0: it, nobody steal it nobody steal it, <laughs> it's, it no I, I mean it's it's solidified here if anybody steals yeah. it i could say that it was said here first right Proof. So, um yeah. <laughs> yeah copywritten bam done Yeah. Uh, Ryan, this has been awesome, man. I I know that you're a busy guy. I mean, you're working on the the biggest show on TV right now. Uh, you you have I
1: was. I, I was on that one. Now I'm working on a, a brand new feature Ooh. based on a comic book with some very large known actors of which you will have known and will probably hear about shortly.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Oh, mm. that's exciting, man. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And you're still making comics. See, this is what I appreciate about it. You don't need to do this. You know, it's that's the hustle, man. It's the hustle.
1: You gotta love the hustle.
0: That's right. That's right. And that, that is what we respect. So, oh man, Ryan, really, I, I appreciate all of your time. This has been an absolute pleasure. I know that you're a busy man and I'll let you get back to it. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to, to read the next two issues of slums of empire city and, uh, Oh man, fingers crossed that we get Cowboys versus Frankenstein sooner rather than later, because that's it's, yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, my mouth is salivating once you said it. Like I, I, I have to cut
1: myself off.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I
1: think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. it's a pretty unique, different script. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I,
0: I love it, man. Well, Ryan, don't stop making comics. Take it from me, you you really have something here, brother. And uh, I I wish you all of the the success in this industry. Um, as well as all of the continued success that you've had in uh, the your, your your first love film, but get get, get be prepared, man. I mean, uh, comics—that's a that's a feisty side chick. Like she'll she'll, yeah. she'll win you over, man. Ask Ryland Grant; she'll win you over. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> and
1: it'll just be tra- figuring how I can just do that full time instead of the other job. I'm sure. Yeah, that's
0: right, yeah. man. <laughs> well, thank
1: you so much for having me, Brian. It's been uh, an absolute pleasure to talk with you, and thanks for your support, man. I, it's it's so much appreciated i can tell you i can tell you one thing i've really found is the comic book industry is so supportive of their own and it's such a welcoming place despite what you would think everyone's in competition oh everyone helps each other out and and supports each other and that's the coolest thing ever
0: yeah well i mean it's it's a small community and it doesn't take much to 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 piss off the wrong person and (laughs) uh, it's, (laughs) it's 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 not it's not that big yet so um, it's it, it, it's it's wise to be nice. Let's let's put it that way. But in the end, I think deep down we all just we 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 just want to make cool shit together. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's a beautiful beautiful community, despite what Twitter shows. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw some of that, and I was just
1: like, oh, ignore that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't we don't talk about uh, is ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, Ryan. Well, I'm gonna let you get back to it, brother. Uh, you you stay safe, man. Uh, we'll, we'll thanks talk so soon. much
1: yeah thanks so much thanks again
0: yes yeah, sir cheers all right cheers Bye. podcast recommendations you ask brian wayne here co-curator of the apotalypse and i know that sounds gnarly that's because it is gnarly man the apotalypse what is the apotalypse the apotalypse is a Culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please just think the Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because the Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to PodChaser.com. It's it's in the top list, the top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports uh role playing uh, i don't know anything anything think of a podcast it's on the apocalypse it's like the apocalypse with a d hmm. and do not forget to follow the apocalypse on twitter as well once again that is the apocalypse if you're looking for a podcast recommendation the apocalypse is sure to have something for you
1: in a world of utter randomness
0: one podcast stood out from the bunch and it was
1: the amazing world of Talking Shiz. <laughs> Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. Um, yeah, it's just mainly randomness. And focus is, is definitely not, not, not focused th- on at all. No. <laughs> uh, our podcast is definitely um, no theme at all. It's literally random and talk about literally everything and throwing in random jokes at any given time. Yeah. We're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And- So go ahead, tune in. New episodes weekly. And we're international. International. Very, very well. So tune in. Follow us on Twitter. See you there.
0: Well, there you have it, people. Another episode in the books. Number 333. Another creator has been cornered. Ryan Curtis, uh, I I really enjoyed every moment of this conversation with him. Uh, it's just, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie. I went into this thinking Ooh, he's got one Kickstarter book and not a whole lot of comic stuff to talk about. But here we are, um, you know, like 45 minutes later, and <laughs> yeah, man, it's just I, I'm telling you, I've got, I've got faith in the man. I I, I like uh, I like what he's do, I like what he's doing, and um, yeah, no, it's a uh, Just the slums of Empire City. Get it while you still can. Uh, Like I said, it it is funded. That means it's time for stretch goals, right? That's what we're reaching for now, stretch goals. Uh, 10 days to go as of release day on this episode. Back this project on Kickstarter. Slums of Empire City. The man you have just been listening to, once again, Ryan Curtis. Find him. Look up his IDB. Then wipe your mouth and pick up your jaw, cause it's uh it's extensive. All right, people. Um, remember to leave those five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Tremendously important to the uh, the growth and the, the, the future of this episode or of this podcast. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, and then we're on Podchaser as well. We're also on Good Pods, so you know you download that that app and uh, get in on that action course part of the apocalypse so um always always check out the apocalypse on twitter at a group it's like the apocalypse only with a d um so there you go uh, i command you stay safe i command you read responsibly cheers you fuckers
1: Uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker, you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Good morning.
0: Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a, uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne. And remember, stay sane.